You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about emerson lake and palmer pictures at an exhibition in the room i have adam mm-hmm. sarah hello ben mm-hmm. and hey. and john yep pictures at an exhibition is the live album by english progressive rock band emerson lake and palmer released on november 1971 on island records uh it was recorded at the performance at the newcastle city hall on the 26th of march 1971 and from all music review bruce edder One of the seminal documents of the progressive rock era, a record that made its way into the collections of millions of high school kids who never heard Modest Magorsky and knew nothing of Russian's Nationalist Five. It does some violence to Magorsky, but Pictures at an Exhibition is also the most energetic and well-realized live release in Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's catalog, and it makes a fairly compelling case for adapting classical pieces in this way. At the time, it introduced classical rock to millions of listeners, including the classical community, most of whose members regarded this record as something akin to an armed assault. (laughs) The early 70s live sound is a little crude by today's standards, but the tightness of the playing, uh, Carl Palmer is especially good, makes up for any sonic inadequacies. Keith Emerson is the dominant musical personality here, but Greg Lake and Palmer get the spotlight enough to prevent it from being a pure keyboard showcase. All right, what do we think of Pictures at an Exhibition? (laughs) This is kind of cool. Wow. (laughs) It's a wow. It's wild. It's a huh for me. Uh, I had a lot of fun listening to I I was kind of grumpy, and then we put this on, and it was like... (laughs) It's kind of working. <laughs> it's like, it's like I'm not saying it's my favorite new arrangement, but like, I felt something. <laughs> I mean, did it get you out of your grump because it is so like different and strange? I found it very silly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, exactly. and I don't automatically think that's bad. You like know? there, there's a, a huge chunk of this, which is, I guess they're adaptations of Mugursky. Yeah. Mugursky. 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 Uh, the, you know, and then they throw on some of their own stuff, which is like, it's sort of like their last album that we did where they throw in some goofs. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> Nut Rocker is just the Nutcracker. Oh, oh my God. By the way. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing on their album I did not like. Holy oh. shit. They always end their album. I mean, as the only exposure that I've had thus far of listening to an entire e- uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer album is they end the album on a goof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, the, the show was like over right before that song. Everyone was it, clapping and he's like, you guys want some more? Check the shit out. They should have been more specific. Check that shit out. Yeah. 
We would like some more. Not Tchaikovsky, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're all out of Magorsky. <laughs> what do we got? We got some Tchaikovsky. <laughs> I have a question for the group. Yeah. Does anyone think this is not tacky? Oh, I think it's, I mean... It is. It's tacky, right? right? tacky. <laughs> I wish Rob was here, because I think he would be the voice. He's That's what I'm wondering, because, like, I, I don't think it's, like... It can be tacky, and you can like it. I mean, like, I love a lot of tacky things, but... It feels very uh, heavy-handed and very over-the-top and flamboyant. Itself, yeah, really and, seriously. And That's my masturbatory. concern. Masturbatory. Yeah. Serious flamboyance? Isn't that, all prog rock masturbatory, though? Kind of. Isn't that part of the genre? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, but that could be... A lot of knobs, a lot of buttons. <laughs> In terms of, like, like, I hate jamming. I am okay with this because really? it is orchestrated jamming. Huh. They are actually well, someone else thinking wrote about the arrangement. Where, well, no, they arranged. They arranged it. Well, someone yeah. else someone wrote, wrote the source it. material. material. Yeah. 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 I listened to the source it's material several different. times today, and yeah. like it's pulling melodies and stuff, but it's it's still like arranged music. Yeah, for like sure. they. That's why. That's why I like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer specifically when I'm thinking about prog rock because they do have some kind of like effortful idea about like how it's going to sound instead of just noodling the fuck out of everything <laughs> like there's noodling but i feel like it's more directional it they, is they there's obviously have their own direction. style you yeah. know what i mean like they they have their sound and their style i just it just it's it's hard for me to imagine anyone listening to this and not like smiling you know what i mean and it's me <laughs> <laughs> well but i mean like but i mean oh, like no. uh no. so sad. i didn't i mean like uh, it's hard to take serious. Oh, yeah. Okay, like, yeah. Uh, it's hard to take serious, and that can be just because you love it for some people because it's it's adventurous and, like, but, or for some people, it's hard not to smile and be like, geez, guys. <laughs> I mean, I guess I take it as seriously as, like, D&D. Mm -hmm. It feels a lot like D&D. Which you can take either way, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, was enjoying, I was enjoying this record very much until I considered... How serious they probably are about it, or were. Or I don't know if they were. I think they just when, were like, let's see, see if outfits? we can pull this off. And yeah. and it's it's one of those things. I mean, they're all glammed up. Those on, outfits. I mean, yeah. you know, they're like orchestra nerds that want to get some fucking rock star play. Yeah, <laughs> I, I pictured For this sure. band looking and acting very differently before you sent me that video of them performing this. Yeah, there is a live video okay, of this entire that. performance. And there's a belly button close-up for uh, a very I mean, long time. Oh, he's, got, he's basically <laughs> got like a glammed a nice up vest. <laughs> and, like matching pants. And matching, matching pants. Green and pants. It looks like a... Open glam jacket. Yeah. That doesn't convince me that they're not taking it very seriously. Well, no, though. but see, I think, yeah, it's like... That his whole stage presence, he's like prancing around. Oh, like yeah. Like Stardust. Oh, yeah. No, like, I which really, is, I... Which is such a contrast to what this I, I thought they you know might be performing as, but I was I did listen to this before I saw that video and I really it didn't I, change when my I mind pictured them. I pictured their live performances being less showy and more just like studious, you know, they, they, mm -hmm. they, they students of their of their instrument type of yeah. thing. You know, I feel like with a three piece though, you gotta you gotta put on a show. I mean, with only oh, three people on the on the stage. Yeah, and I'm not saying that they this isn't a a definite performance. It's just that I don't like it <laughs> at all. Speaking, like, of, <laughs> speaking of putting on a show, uh, apparently the the the, the, the first promenade, uh, the track one, 
is played on a, a big old pipe organ, which was on like where pipe organs go at the venue. <laughs> and the elongated drum roll that goes between Promenade and the Gnome is just so Keith Emerson can scamper back down to the stage and like climb onto his like synth rig. Yeah. <laughs> That's lovely to envision. Cool. Wow. <laughs> the little like dust cloud. Yes, okay. I have. And do you like that? This is a dis a major disservice to, to that work. Absolutely. Well, because okay, I do appreciate that it maybe opens some ears for people to say, "Oh, you know what? This is really cool. Let me check out the original." That's the only thing that I think. Do you think that that's what all those did? Prog fans did. I think so. I think so. I think they for did. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I think some of them. I think a lot of times people hear the cover and and then go find the original. I didn't know if that continued through to to 150-year-old classical. I think I'd be surprised if it didn't, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just optimistic. Some of it depends on if you can get things, which is harder yeah. in, the, in that age, right? Yeah, but I, I feel like people at least recognized a bit more. They were, yeah. they were so thinking Magorsky about it. So is Night on Bald Mountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. no shit. So all those doomy moments, yeah. especially, like, in the gnome, there's some pretty cool doomy moments in the original, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was kind of, those were my favorite moments in this one, too, where it sounded I, kind of Sabbath-y. Like. I hated that. Because I, I felt <laughs> yeah, like... so fun! <laughs> yeah, but I felt Why like, like fun? with only three <laughs> members, it, it... It it didn't... There was no impact for me. It, do, it doesn't, like, carry through. You, you need dueling guitars to get... No, your... I don't need that. It's just, <laughs> with the small production, it, it, on the sort of, like... With only them performing, which I, I very much applaud them for being great players and you know trying to pull this thing off, this wacky idea that they had. <laughs> but at the same time, it doesn't cut it for me. But originally, like, it's just for a piano, right? So was it? Originally, it's just for a piano. It is, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they've got two extra That's true. people. It, it just, should be. It should feel just as full <laughs> as. Maybe or impact, ju- you know. Yeah, maybe I just the hate the, the sort of, like, organ music. I think you just music. hate it. Yeah, yeah I just don't like yeah. ELP. I mean, a piano can't <laughs> does sound very full. It's because you, you know, you're yeah. a Francophile, not Complete. an Anglophile. That's oh, why. Mm. That's, that's so fucking British, and I love British shit. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Russian. It's all Russian. <laughs> Give me some clotted cream and jam. Speaking of the... Having a good time. Speaking of the comparisons, at one point... Uh, we had two phones out, and we we were we would play like a snippet of the Emerson Lake and Palmer version, and then we play some of the original, mm-hmm. and it would just be like you know on the piano, and also be like, <laughs> and we go back and forth, and it, it was it was stark. I mean, I th- I think I was I was trying to think about what what it would be like to be somebody who somehow heard this who was a classical music fan, and just be like. Just to like 
hear the difference. Yeah. And but these are <laughs> new sounds at that time too, so I know. it's gotta be exciting. Like he's playing a spaceship right now, guys. Like that's great. Like, he makes music with an electronic ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to how high it can hey, be. I, I feel like depending on what kind of classical music fan you would like or not like that, but it would at least be interesting. I'm sure there are people who liked time, it. There right? had to be people who are like, this is pretty wild what they're doing with this new stuff. Uh, I have the Star Wars soundtrack as performed only on a Moog synthesizer, like on vinyl. And like, you know, it's 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 fun. It's like, I don't know. It doesn't bug me. Like I, It's like, it's 150 years old. Like if you can't redo it or, or or revisit it or even make a light joke about it, then when can you? Yeah, I did read that in America, Atlantic had no interest to release the album <laughs> until uh, sort of like imports were coming in so much that they th- then released it in in America. Fine, and it and it <laughs> sold very well uh, at stateside. It climbed to number ten. On the no. charts. Wow. But, but wasn't that in part because, and I didn't really understand the economics of the album game at the time, there are budget albums and budget labels that exist at this point in time. So like well, the average yeah. yeah, the average record would cost more and this was a cheaper record. Yeah. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Because I did read that they didn't they wanted to release this as on a classical label and ELP was like Hell no, this is our art or whatever. So they released it as a live album, but they, that's why it was. They recorded it before Tarkus, but they released it after Tarkus, right? Yeah. 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 So I think Tarkus probably helped this album. Oh yeah. Right. To yeah. tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. once you once you hear Tarkus, you want more ELP. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, there's plenty more coming for you. <laughs> right. Recent, yeah. Recent convert right here. <laughs> I think I'm the opposite. I, I listen to ELP and I'm I'm just like, no, this is, is just not my music. I can't listen to this all the time. And I probably won't revisit this for a while after we're done recording this episode. But I'll eventually come back to it. I, I think it, like, it, it it's fun. It's hmm. a mood. It's a distinct mood. I think it would be great. Uh, and I say this, you know, occasionally because it's fun to think about. But I think you could do a really good placement of this. Like for like a comedy show or something, uh, you know, put it in, put it in an episode somewhere. I think this this version would have a, a good home, an application somewhere that needs like, like a, a Benny Hill. <laughs> I mean, what are they, what are they called? That? Is, that, is that called the mechanicals? Like when you add it's music a synchronization? To yeah, or synchronization. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it would be a great sync, uh, and I think the right moment in like a upbeat comedy thing with just a bunch of like soaring keyboards it's gonna be fun not rocker yeah or or even like if you give me a song about a gnome I don't care who you are I'm gonna like it like, yeah. The whether, gnome is a banger. Whether it's the gnome or yeah. Grimble Grumble. Grimble like, Grumble. Grumble, yeah. Bangers about gnomes. And I heard both versions of the gnome, and I like ELPs, McGursky. Because uh, they make they make the gnome in their version, like, obviously he's running on electric light, but, you know, he's, he sounds much more nimble and, like, freakish, and I think that's great. Yeah. You're kind of gnome. Am I kind of gnome? Nimble and freakish. Yeah. Like... Grimble Grumble is my relaxed gnome. He's biding his time, sipping his wine, mm-hmm. but sometimes I just want to freaking know. What if Grimble Grumble was startled and like ran through the woods? Exactly, Would right? Would that be more like ELP's? It would be much more like ELP's version of the gnome, absolutely. Uh, hmm. A startled 
Grumble, Start grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> grumble, grumble on the run. Rich's face is just like, fuck, no. <laughs> Dwarves! Dwarves all day. God damn it. <laughs> Halflings, okay. I just, uh, yeah, sort of like... Organ nonsense. <laughs> what if I learn how to play the organ and then you have to come to all my concerts? <laughs> I don't have to come to oh. concerts. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in high school marching band we played pictures at an exhibition one year and it was fun uh and the drum feature part i was on the drum line and the drum feature was uh the hood of baba yaga which we lovingly refer to the as the baba yaga bop it was fun that's all i have to say <laughs> okay. about that well, yeah. but, the, but the hut of baba yaga on this album is one of the speedier spookier tracks right i mean like it's... it makes sense if you're gonna pick a place to I have the, like the drumline feature those yeah. songs together are also pretty well done in terms of like reorchestrating i also read right? another person who played it in drumline and i thought something that they said was really interesting it's roger holland from pop matters and he says, in many ways, Pictures at the Exhibition is a poster child for both the best and worst of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. For every Carney, Evil Nine, and Bobby Yaga, you have to listen to an awful lot of hollow nonsense and witless balladry. <laughs> but when the trio get the bombast and excess right, they're, they get it absolutely right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I agreed with that. It's, it's kind of like, but it's I have really to, fun when it's I have really to wade fun. through so much of this, like, yeah, uh, I don't need really? the blues variation. Like oh, that's no. not like oh, not good. Not no. just certain things. And I don't think. And that's I don't think Magorski wrote blues variations. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the two that have nothing to do with him. Is the other one Nutrocker? The Sage, I think? Well, yeah, the Sage. Well, Nutrocker is also not Mugurski. Oh, well, yeah. 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 I guess it's that, that one's not yeah. on my Clearly. version of the album. <laughs> you just don't believe it. I have it. <laughs> disbelieved it. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate... Uh, this album just because I looked it looked into Baba Yaga. Oh yeah, Baba Yaga. She's a crazy rules. old lady who lives in a hut with chicken legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She flies yeah. around in a in a mortal and she swings a pestle. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's like always that. been one of my favorites. But I don't yeah. credit them with that. <laughs> no. 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 That's, that's all Magorsky. Yeah. That's yeah. some good know. Russian it, stuff. Well no, Pretty he's dates, he's too. doing nationalism of Russia though. Okay. He brings that into this. But you're yeah. right. He didn't invent that. She's Bobby been Yaga. haunting them woods. Yeah. Or she ate everyone else. Who wants to start? I think you should I can, set okay. it off here. I can, I can set it off. I'm a, I'm a negative on this one. I just don't like... I'm just not an Emerson, Lake, and Palmer fan. I really appreciate and I didn't mind listening to it because it's just technically good, um, but I just don't appreciate sort of their, their choices and a lot of the interplay, and I think it's ambitious to do this, but at the same time, I, I don't find it rewarding. Uh, to If I was at the concert, I'd probably be like, Cool. Good job, guys. But as an album, I'm just like, this doesn't really stand up for me. You know, it's not something I'll ever revisit. 
Um, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not a must here, I feel like, by any stretch. And um, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. That uh, Pop Matters thing said like witless balladry and <laughs> something else. And it's pretty harsh. Um, I, I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is like goofy wankery, um, <laughs> yeah. which is like, I don't automatically think that's a bad thing. Like, I, I, to me, that can be fun and good. Um, I don't really care about this. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a neutral because it did make me smile. And I think it's kind of funny and it's kind of, they're just dicking around with some keyboards to a classical piece that they thought they could do something with. And I think it's a fun idea. Um, and this is what they do. They, they want to jam out, you know, and it's not really for me. And that's okay. But they, they seem like they're having fun. Totally. Yep, same. I would give it a neutral, especially if it, you know, got anyone interested in classical music or anything like that. Hooray. I don't want to necessarily listen to this. <laughs> if I want to hear organ wankery, like, I'll go listen to Boston or something, you know, where it's like, I need some soaring vocal lines. I need something, you know, just, this is, this is pretty funky for me. Um, but I don't hate it or anything. I've been debating whether to go neutral or good on this. I'm glad I listened to it. And I think people should hear it at least once it's it, like like adam was saying it's goofy wankery and i like a lot of goofy wankery i don't know if i'll have many revisits to this album and i think i'm gonna have to go neutral on it it's fun though cool i had a fun time listening to it sometime i may listen to it again but i don't know if it's like it's not my favorite elp i've heard um, but I liked it enough that I would give it a positive. Ooh. I think it's fun. <laughs> I'm going to give it a neutral plus. Um, it's, I mean, I like, I like synth. I, mean, I, can't, I can't go full positive, but just, sometimes it's hard you know, to, like, there's no rules. Yeah. And, and, and I appreciate that they're pushing the synth like elements really hard cause they're new and they're fun. But when they're pushing the, um, the Moog ribbon solo, it's just like, okay, fuck it. I get it. Like stop, and they don't stop. <laughs> um, did you see that belly button? <laughs> I did. I, maybe if I watched the video and the video. saw like the the belly, the button. belly button with the ribbon solo, it would make more sense. <laughs> um, but lacking the visual element, like all albums. I mean, maybe if they included like pictures of the belly button, I would have gotten it. But yeah. it's not even on the cover. Yeah, it's just some paintings. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, so. Uh, so no, I can't go full positive. Um, I think Christgau gave this album like a D plus. Of course he did. <laughs> so I'm not, Sounds absolutely I, I think, right. I think he's just, he's upset by what, you know, this album is with regards to what, maybe how you feel about it. Yeah, much like pretty that. much. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't feel that way. I, I'm not going there. I, I, w- I had fun with it. There's a couple tracks I'd probably listen to again just for shits and giggles, but yeah, it's not, it's not something I'd put on. Yeah, the, the way I thought about it, too, is if Frank Zappa, I feel like if he did this, it would be weird and out there and interesting, and I would, you know, kind of gravitate towards that sort of thing. And it wouldn't be so much about, I mean, he would have a lot of showman, like 
showmanship, but I feel like it wouldn't be all about that. It would... No, there'd be like a fart track. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what you're saying it lacks is a fart track. <laughs> if you're going to go, go, I think there's the too much fart track, personally, but... Uh... I mean, that's in the original, though. That's Mavursky's yeah. fart track. It's I do. piano and fart. I would love if they had a fourth member whose job is to just go... Guys, <laughs> like, like honestly, like if they seriously just had like a producer, yeah. someone who's just like, let me talk to you guys about like a couple choices, and I feel like it would help a lot. Like a real producer who's like stepping on some toes every no, once no, in a no, while. No, 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 I like yeah. the idea of him just sitting there with a microphone. Guys, yeah, like a reverse bump tone, or maybe he's, you know, you know, he's got is he's got a light set up. And just a little buzzer. And when he gets sick of hearing someone solo, he just presses the light and they sit on stage and they have to stop. <laughs> uh, they're already 18 minutes into their song about the robot armadillo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't stop now. How will you know how he turns into a boat? <laughs> I will say, I think I do understand Rob a bit more after listening to this album. Because there's, there's all these like things that are just thrown in that are like... Wing, wing, wing. <laughs> Like everything that he does on stage, you gotta use the pitch wheel. You gotta use the pitch wheel. It's not just sitting there. (laughs) We're using. All right, next time we'll be talking about Leonard Cohen's songs of love and hate. All right, thanks, y'all. Come share of my breath